This is our devotional commentary for Numbers chapter 34. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the people of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall to you for an inheritance, the land of Canaan as defined by its borders. Your south side shall be from the wilderness of Zin alongside Edom, and your southern border shall run from the end of the Salt Sea on the east. And your border shall turn south of the ascent of Akrabim and cross to Zin, and its limit shall be south of Kadesh Barnea. Then it shall go on to Hazar Adar and pass along to Asmon. And the border shall turn from Asmon to the brook of Egypt, and its limit shall be at the sea. For the western border you shall have the great sea and its coast. This shall be your western border. This shall be your northern border. From the great sea you shall draw a line to Mount Hor. From Mount Hor you shall draw a line to Libo Hamath, and the limit of the border shall be at Zedad. Then the border shall extend to Ziphron, and its limit shall be at Hazar and An. This shall be your northern border. You shall draw a line for your eastern border, from Hazar Enan to Shepham, and the border shall go down from Shepham to Riblah on the east side of Ain, and the border shall go down and reach to the shoulder of the Sea of Chinneroth on the east. And the border shall go down to the Jordan, and its limit shall be at the Salt Sea. This shall be your land as defined by its borders all around. Moses commanded the people of Israel, saying, This is the land that ye shall inherit by lot, which the Lord has commanded to give to the nine tribes and to the half-tribe. For the tribe of the people of Reuben, by fathers' houses, and the tribe of the people of Gad, by their fathers' houses, have received their inheritance, and also the half-tribe of Manasseh. The two tribes and the half-tribe have received their inheritance beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho, toward the sunrise. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, These are the names of the men who shall divide the land to you for inheritance, Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun. You shall take one chief from every tribe to divide the land for inheritance. These are the names of the men. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb the son of Jephunneh, of the tribe of the people of Simeon, Shemuel, the son of Amihud, of the tribe of Benjamin, Elidad, the son of Chislan, of the tribe of the people of Dan, a chief, Buki, the son of Jogli, of the people of Joseph, of the tribe of the people of Manasseh, a chief, Haniel, the son of Ephod, and of the tribe of the people of Ephraim, a chief, Kimuel, the son of Shiftan, of the tribe of the people of Zebulun, a chief, Elizaphan, the son of Parnach, of the tribe of the people of Issachar, a chief, Paltiel, the son of Azan, and of the tribe of the people of Asher, a chief, Ahihud, the son of Shalomi, of the tribe of the people of Naphtali, a chief, Pedahal, the son of Amihud, These are the men whom the Lord commanded to divide the inheritance for the people of Israel in the land of Canaan.
Genesis 17, verse 8, God promised Abraham that his descendants would be given all the land of Canaan. But until now, the boundaries of Canaan have never been explicitly stated. As God spells it out here in Numbers 34, the boundaries correspond to what is also found in ancient Egyptian texts. In general terms, the land stretched from a portion of modern Syria in the south to modern Lebanon in the north. The Mediterranean Sea represented its western border with the Jordan River on the east. It should be noted that the Jewish nation never actually occupied all this territory. It was the promised land, but Israel failed to thoroughly claim its inheritance. At the end of the previous chapter, God commanded them to drive out all the inhabitants of the land and demolish every sign of its false religion. He warned that a failure to do this would lead to ongoing trouble for them. And unfortunately, the warning turned out to be prophetic. Nevertheless, this geographical description of Israel's inheritance, in effect, serves as a divine promise. God is pledging that he will give them victory over their enemies and provide a huge territory as their dwelling place. In fact, God himself selects ten tribal leaders who will be in charge of the land's distribution, though Gad and Reuben are not included because they have already settled east of the Jordan. So how does this chapter speak to us today as believers in Jesus? Well, the gospel Transformation Bible applies it like this, quote, In his amazing love, God gives his people something of a literary tour of the promised land, cleared of all wickedness and profanation, visually tangible features by which to stir their hearts for life beyond the wilderness. In much the same way, God gives us a symbolic survey of the measurements of the new Jerusalem, cleared of all wickedness and Profanation, Revelation 21 and 22. This glimpse of the new heaven and earth stirs our hearts to seek those things above where Christ is as we persevere through this wilderness age. Indeed, our citizenship is in the heavenly Jerusalem. End quote. Praise God that his word is sure. And as the Apostle Peter emphasizes, God is not only keeping our inheritance for us, He's keeping us for our inheritance. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.